What's up, gang? Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazde. I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now, listen, The Greatness Machine, we're about two things. Number one, people who are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world and doing both of these things despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews with game changers, business leaders, you know, telling us their origin stories, what made them tick, what got them to where they are now. Why? So it can help you step into your greatness within your life, your business, and your career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years of entrepreneurship as a CEO and founder to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation, and I'm stoked to have you here with me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of The Greatness Machine. We are taking you back to my episode with Angela Poli. Angela Poli, first and foremost, is one of my favorite episodes of The Greatness Machine. And, and as you're probably noticing, we're doing some some classics, some reruns, classic TGM, as we call it. Uh, this is a great episode. So first of all, in honor of it being the new year, I know a lot of you are probably trying to shed a few pounds. Angela Poli is a freaking stud when it comes to nutrition, weight loss. He's literally like the weight loss guru for the stars. Worked with tons of famous athletes, celebrities on just getting into like the best fighting shape of their life. He's a fitness coach I've worked with personally. Just the guy really knows his stuff. And so he has an amazing, amazing perspective on how to get into the best shape of your life, how to get trim and fit and really get just really sexy as all hell. And um, and as you can tell from me, like, man, this guy knows his shit. But yeah, great episode. Stay tuned. Hope you enjoy it. Oh, guys, welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mashazday. And boy, do we have a freaking amazing show today with my man, my friend, my former coach, but always coach, Angelo Poli. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you so much, buddy. It's great to be here. Guys, uh, The Greatness Machine, we're about two things. People living their passions and those who are creating greatness in the world. And um, my man, Angelo, is neither short of passion nor greatness. So we're going to be chopping it up here in just a second. But Angelo, do you mind if I give a little bit of our background, our, our history, if you will? Do it. Absolutely. I was thinking about this. I'm like, man, I don't remember how I found you. I, I, I But I, but I, it was a very important find nonetheless. It was very life-changing for me. Um Somehow, were you were you always advertising MetPro on like on social media? Was that maybe how I found you? You know, we we've done that off and on over the years. Yeah, so I mean that that could very well be. I think it was. I think there was some promotion. It was this thing where it's like CEOs getting into the best shape of their life, and you had a couple of people that were men that had done it, and and I clicked into it, and it was this like scientific approach to metabolism, and. I was 363 pounds of like beef. And I was like, man, I, I need to like, I, and I was 38 and I was like borderline, you know, uh, diabetic and I, and I had high blood pressure and, and I, I used to have it. You can't, I don't know if you can see it now, but I used to have like black over my, which is insulin, excess insulin. Um, so I had, I was having health problems for the first time in my life. Uh, from being a big dude and so when you're a big dude people are like oh you're, you're just a big dude like you're just big man you know like and they're and, and and which is cool i mean my my heart and my joints didn't give a fuck they're just like uh yeah we'd be happy if you weren't a big dude um and my insulin what didn't care um so i got to the point and you and i talked about this where i'm like i'm like angela i just i i i, I don't want to die <laughs> Like, like, I don't want to die, man. And so I, I found Angelo and I was, I was like, this is a guy that hacks, like basically works with people to like works directly with the metabolism. And he coaches some amazing people. Like you, you were doing Aaron Rodgers and all these athletes and celebrities and CEOs. And I was like, man, I'm just going to work with the best and we'll see what happens. Right. And so, um, so fast forward to uh, us, we worked together for nine months and then my wife got sick and I called Angelo up and I, and we, and I lost like about 40 pounds and you were just like, dude, I'm just going to, you know, like, and, and, and I'll let, I don't want to tell the whole punchline of the story, but basically I took a little break because my wife got sick and I'm like, Hey man, just put me on a maintenance diet. And then, and, and we had had some pretty good success together. Um, but I needed a break because I had to deal with this, my wife's health issue and me being on this hardcore program wasn't wasn't serving at the moment. 
and I gained like 40 pounds back in like six weeks or something. It was like some insane number, right? Where I was like, what the hell? And at that point I made the decision to get weight loss surgery, which now I look like this felt amazing human being that I look like today. But, um, but, uh, but I said to myself, and you'll appreciate this. I told you this story, but I want the audience to hear it. I was like, if I worked with Angelo Poli, and, and we haven't even talked about what you and I did. This is like, day, <laughs> day, I, I mean, dude, I, I did this thing with Angelo, guys, where I did 24 hours a week of, of workouts in one week. And it wasn't at his suggestion. It was at mine. Yeah. Make sure you clarify where the crazy is coming from here, Darius. <laughs> yeah. You were like, I guess I'll support you on that if you want to, dude. Like, really? <laughs> it was like six hours a day of me working out. Um, and Angela, you were cool with it, but you you were just like, oh, yeah, sure, man. I'll go along with your crazy, which is a really great way of describing it. Um, so we were doing all this crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, it, I was like, look, if I just done all this and my body was, I was on a maintenance diet, meal prepping and working out and I gained all the way back. And I was like, yeah, that's not normal. This is like health. This is like, like broken foundation, right? So I got surgery after that. But anyway, man, here we are now. So, I mean, just so to, to speak to that. So first of all, don't, don't ever say it like the, uh, that this was in any way, shape or form a failure. There are so many good tools out there. Take advantage of what health and science has to offer. The key is the right tool for the right person in the right oh. time. Uh, I've had success with clients, obviously, that have done a different route. I've had success with clients that have found surgical intervention as an incredible tool. I've had success with clients who have previously had surgery to help them. And now their metabolism, their body, their circumstances at a totally different spot. And they are setting a whole new series of goals. So, just, you know, there's never a right or wrong. Uh, and, you know, as as we visit today, you guys will probably get to hear that's kind of the absolute opposite of my whole shtick and my my belief process is uh, individualization. What works for one person, unfortunately, is unlikely to work for you. And analytics and science has proven that out time and time again. That's where we got to really dig in and get granular with action steps. What works for you? Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's interesting when, when, cause especially after I got surgery, a lot of people were like, it, well, first of all, being, being a, I, I was a lucky overweight person. I'm going to tell you why I think I was a lucky overweight person. And you'll probably agree <laughs> yeah. is that I was such a beast of an athlete growing up. And I found this picture of me the other day, which was when I was standing in front of my freshman dorm and I had a 21 inch neck. Of like like it wasn't like it was just like muscle neck right and i was like dude i had so much like lean body mass that the minute i was able to intervene and create a massive amount of contrast in the body weight and because i uh, was endomorph am i endomorph or ectomorph definitely endomorph buddy <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm hardcore endomorph so yeah you could you know an endomorph when they have a 21 inch uh calf uh, you, you know <laughs> Uh, but now they're 18 inches, so they're, they've, they've shrunk a bit. Wait, when you lose 153 pounds and you only lose three inches on your calves, you know you're an, <laughs> you know you're an endomorph. Um, no, but I, I will say I was lucky in that um, when I did the medical intervention, I had this massive contrast because you, when you amputate your stomach, like dude, you just like I don't care if you want to or not, you it's hard to eat, right? And so um, when that happened, that created a, a, a physiological situation where there was just contrast and I just, the weight flew off. Mm -hmm. But the cool thing was I had so much lean body mass. My lean body mass only went from like 232 to like 183. I only so lost 30 pounds of muscle. And we want to emphasize that, you know, that, that wasn't, everybody has a genetic predisposition. But that wasn't there just by osmosis. That was there because you put in the work to have oh, it there. Dude, I, I even when I was sick, right? Because I do consider when I was overweight that I was it was a sickness, it was a disease, right? That and there's well, and that that's a topic for later on in the conversation around the discrimination around 
obesity, right? Um, I had the sickness of obesity and, and, um, that, and I firmly believe it's a sickness for a lot of people. Um, to your point, dude, I was like always eating healthy, always working out. I did. I put in so much effort into like, dude, I, I, I mean, I, I still love, I like, I love working out. It's like my favorite thing to do. Um, so to your point, like, yeah, that was, I don't know. I, I want to guess 5,000 hours of effort. <laughs> it was a lot of, there was a, that, that, that didn't come accidentally, right? That came from a lot of effort. And so the minute the weight loss, the weight came off, like, yeah, I'd, I had a strong foundation, right? right. And, and, and what that has allowed me to do, which goes to the whole MetPro, you know, thesis is like, man, dude, now that I've taken the weight off, it, it, it's pretty easy for me to keep it off. Right. Like, I don't have to try very hard to keep it off. Um, and, and a lot of folks, when they lose weight, they lose the wrong weight, they lose their muscle mass, you know, they starve themselves. They don't have a good found, they don't have, you know, a, a large amount of lean body mass to begin with. They, and, and then they lose weight and then they're a frail version of themselves essentially. And now, and their metabolism gets jacked up because they don't have the right, you know, again, the foundation's broken still. And, and whether their eating habits change or whatever is a different conversation, but, but, um, but yeah, that, that for me, so it was interesting to go through the whole net pro experience to, and then to then have a, a new, uh, but to have that learning and understanding and then to actually be able to leverage it on in a new bodies has been different. It's been, it's been cool. I mean, I drink a lot more alcohol, which is not part of the Metro. Metro. <laughs> <laughs> That's not part. Hey, but hey, guys, uh, Angela does not promote Metro uh, to drink alcohol. That's not part of the plan. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. In the world of successful partnerships, names like Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, and supply and demand echo through business history. But when it comes to growing your business, who are the perfect partners? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. We're talking from launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we hit a million dollar order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Picture this, a time when my business was facing a tough hurdle and I wasn't sure how to break through. But then came the breakthrough moment, a game changer that took my business to the next level. You know, what I absolutely adore about Shopify is its unparalleled ability to adapt and grow with your ambitions. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 75 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Darius, all lowercase. That's D-A-R-I-U-S. Go to shopify.com slash Darius now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Darius. Hey, business leaders and decision makers, get ready to supercharge your success with the ultimate source of business leadership, wisdom, Harvard Business Review. Harvard Business Review is your daily dose of practical advice for better business management. Visit hbr.org for the latest articles like The Art of Setting Expectations as a Project Manager or AI can help you ask better questions and solve bigger problems. But this isn't just a list. I personally found the article on AI absolutely mind-blowing. It changed how I approach technology and analytics, providing real-world tools for better decision-making. And don't miss the HBR Magazine. It's published six times a year, offering timeless insights around crucial management themes. Perfect for those moments when you just you know want to get away from the screen and dive deep into some transformative content. But wait, there's more. HBR delivers top-notch podcasts, videos, and real-world case studies. From HBR on leadership to the big idea, HBR covers it all, providing invaluable insights from the best in the business. Harvard Business Review has been a game changer for me. It's challenged my thinking and made me a more effective leader. And don't forget the newsletters. Stay up to date on a variety of business topics, ensuring you're always in the know. 
Ready to elevate your leadership game? Dive into hbr.org, explore their podcasts, read their magazines. The wealth of knowledge is at your fingertip. While much of Harvard Business Review's content is available for free after signing up at their site, subscriptions to unlimited content start at only $10 a month. Go to hbr.org forward slash subscriptions and enter the promo code greatness right now to take advantage of this great offer. Again, go to www.hpr.org forward slash subscriptions and enter the promo code greatness to learn more about this great opportunity to help manage your career and your business. Okay. So, so, but so here's, here's the deal. I have lots and lots of clients that I say, hey, let's drink a little less often on the weekends. And then, you know, they laugh me off the stage. And guess what? We still get great results. It's it's not about do this, don't do that. In fact, um, I really prefer to even define it as instead of, you know, being at a certain weight, being at a certain uh, meal on a certain meal plan or exercise regime. More specifically, it's an understanding of how your body in real time is responding. Because what's the definition of insanity? It's trying the same thing over and over and getting the same result. Totally. And for most people, it's not. Um, so physiologically, Darius, you you represent you know that two percent. So most people listening are not going to have your experience on one side or the other. They're not going to have as hard a time losing weight. They're not going to have as big a transformation and as big a swing with the success either. Most people are going to be somewhere in between. But what most people are searching for is a way to not waste time. Okay. Because a lot of people, and and this is, this is a, a little bit of a pet peeve. Um, it may be a misrepresentation, but generally speaking in the industry, there's this concept, if somebody is not at their best self, whatever that means to you, uh, it's because they don't have willpower, they don't have, uh, they're not willing to put in the effort, it's too much work for them. That has not been my experience. I've dieted about 20,000 people in my career, so I, I've done this a couple times. Don't get me wrong. There are a few where we've had to have the conversation. We need to get moving. We need to put in more effort. I'm not saying that doesn't exist. By far, the reason for people not getting the transformative results they're looking for through diet and exercise is not a lack of willpower or effort. It's simply a lack of either the results they're expecting or the understanding of how their body is responding. One of my mentors taught me something that in the coaching world I felt is very valuable, and that is there is nothing that motivates human beings more than seeing progress. Right. When you go online and you Google, how do I lose 15 pounds? You're going to get 10,000 different answers. And I mean answers from 10,000 different experts, and not a one of them can agree. I'll tell you the secret right now every one of them is right. That's the problem. It's not that you have one that's telling the truth and a bunch of snake oil salesmen. All of them are right. They're not all applicable to you. In fact, in most cases, there's going to be a very clear with some analytics and some strategy distinguish differentiation between what's going to be effective and what's only going to be marginal for you. And what do we do? Well, we look at the guy behind us. We go to our neighbor and we say, well, you look good. Or you did, you did a program that worked well for you. That must be a good program. That's the wrong measuring stick. Never measure based on how someone else's body responds. Your body is unique and it's not hard to measure. There's actually a very simple way we can baseline test, figure out where you're at, get it right. And we can deliver good news or we can deliver bad news, whatever the news is, let's get accurate news. So we're not wasting time. We're doing the right exercise, the right nutrition. So let me ask a quick question. Um, going back. So, so because this, this kind of lends way to this, there's this whole movement right now where they're showing like, you know, overweight models and stuff like that. And, and I've been stuck sure. on some of these social media threads where people are just fucking disgusted. Like they're just like, 
just talking shit. And they're like, why are they promoting this? This is so disgusting. And like, just the words they choose are interesting because, and most of them, I can guarantee you 99% of them are normal bodied human beings that have never really dealt with, with this. And to them, it's just, it's just, you know, they just think it's gross for whatever reason. Um, and I don't, I don't have an, I actually don't have an opinion either way. I, I do think that there's something around people accepting each other and there's, you know, and then, and I also think there's an argument to be made that, Hey, like if OB, we, we wouldn't be promoting cancer as a thing, you know, and if we're saying obesity is a sickness, then are we promoting that? And, and the, the, so that I, I get that there's different mindsets around that. You're, the thing you said earlier that I wanted to kind of lean in on, which is human beings, um, you have a small percentage that they don't have the willpower out of your 20,000. If you had to guess what percentage of them don't have the actual willpower, they're just, they are that lazy group that just doesn't want to do it. Minuscule. Like under I, 5%, 3%, 1%. Yeah. 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 In that range, it's, it's a minuscule amount because what happens is it's always in degrees. So you can go and you can start an exercise and, and it's whatever your goal is, everyone's goal is different. So there's no right or no wrong. What there is, is effective or non-effective. I get people that are hiring us to put on size. I had a gal that hired us. She was going on one of those, um, uh, you know, deserted island shows where uh, she's going to be, you know, uh, survival to 21 days, nothing. She hired me to slow her metabolic rate. So she wouldn't get low blood sugar and headaches and, you know, feel horrible while she's going 21 days foraging. Right. How did, how, 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 how did that, I, I was your client when that, when she was your client, when I was working how, did, her, yeah, how yeah. did that work out for her? She crushed it. She did great. Uh, she, you know, it was on, it was one of those discovery health shows, uh, her partner that was with her, he had a lot of problems apparently. Yeah, he, he uh, did, that lame ass didn't slow the metabolism down before. <laughs> but she did excellent. So she, yeah, she made it. And then when she got back, we worked on her metabolism again, just bringing her back into the range of normal again. You see, so, um, it's, it's never, it's never about, you know, everybody needs to be at this weight, look this way, or any specific thing. Here's what bothers me is when somebody says, here is my goals, but then they're doing a lot of things that unbeknownst to them are not directly correlative to achieving those directives, those ideals, those specific goals. That's where we get frustrated and people throw in the towel. It's not, I'm not willing to do this work. It reaches a threshold where... I'm eating clean. I'm exercising reg regularly. I lost five pounds the first week. That was awesome. Okay. Now fast forward six weeks, seven weeks. Now I'm doing all those things, but I'm losing half a pound in that week. Guess what I'm going to do? Eventually I'm going to throw in the towel and say, it's not worth it. Right. If I'm not understanding where I am in the scheme of things and I don't see next steps. And that's where the strategy comes in. Whether you're trying to gain weight, put on muscles, hit PRs, perform better, or simply feel better. Simply feel better. Whatever is right for your body to live your best life and healthiest life, you want to make sure that we're not wasting time. And this is what I, I talk a lot about with the executive crowd and basically the, the professionals or anyone, anyone really, who's just busy in life. When I ask someone, okay, show me your routine. I want to see what you're eating, how you're exercising. And they say, well, what could I do if I just want one takeaway strategy um, that doesn't require any technical work or any expert? Here's what it is. Write down your exercise routine, if you have one. Write down your nutrition. And then write down your goal. But keep your goal separate. Take it to one of your friends. Show your next door neighbor and say, hey, hey, Johnny, here's what I'm eating. Here's what I'm doing. What do you think I'm trying to accomplish? He's like, you're trying to get fat, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> you're, trying to, you're trying to do the so, – it doesn't take an expert to look at it and say, this program has an identity crisis. Or, oh, no, it's obvious what you're trying to do here. You're trying to improve your endurance athletics. You're trying to lose weight or you're trying to build muscle. 
does your program have an identity crisis? Because if it's not specific, you're probably not going to be moving the dial in the direction you want quick enough. Results. That's the key. Got to get results. Well, and so, and right. And so I think to your point is we tend to get like, like motivation is fleeting to your point, right? It's like, like you, like motivation is one of those things that needs, uh, it needs that next like kickstart to get to the next goal. Right. And, 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 and so it's easy to like, dude, I got 20 pounds to lose. Right. Let's just pick a number. It's easy for me to be like, all right, I'm not going to, I'm going to eat a clean diet this week and I'm going to work out an hour a day, six days this week. And I'm not drinking any alcohol and I'm not eating any sugar and I'm not going to have any fun at all. No, 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 nothing. Like we can all do that for like, I don't know, a week, two weeks, three weeks, maybe even 10 weeks, 12 weeks. But at a certain point, you're just like, most people now there are definitely people that you know especially i I know lots of them i mean like i've been in the camp before where it's like i went 12 weeks without one carb but literally without one gram of carbohydrates for 12 weeks yeah don't don't do that (laughs) yeah i was like i i I swear to god i didn't eat a car one i think it was like trace carbs right like i and angela knows this about me i'm kind of a maniac right like i can do i can do shit that <laughs> a lot of people probably wouldn't put themselves through um but i did that and i was like uh, you know and i got really good good results till i didn't i'm going to use myself as a, as a case study here not do keto man you got to go do keto and i'm like dude i've done everything like you name it i've done it and so i did that where i went 12 weeks not one carb dude i was eat, dude, i got so creative angelo i was making fried cheese <laughs> I was making fried cheese taco shells and putting ground beef and bacon inside of them. This is Atkins. So here, this might surprise you, Darius. This might surprise you. So, And I would say this has even shifted just in the last decade. I get less calls, people asking my team and I saying, well, I was thinking about trying keto or I was thinking about going vegetarian or I was thinking about intermittent fasting or I was thinking about a paleo style diet or I was thinking about limiting this or adjusting that or and what do you think that's not the conversation I have you know what the so conversation that, is? but was that the case two or three years ago more of that a, a little more than that I would say more like a decade ago that was the case is I've heard of all these different approaches what do you think I should do now the phone call is Hey, Angelo. So I did keto. I did intermittent fasting. I did calorie control. I did carb cycling. I did this. I did that. I tried all of them. I tried them all twice. Now, what do I do and how do I make it sustainable? Which one? Well, they all worked. I say, but here I am. So how do we get to the root of the problem? And that is a sports nutrition approach, an athletic approach, and actually addressing the metabolism and tracking it individually. So you just presented me, now rewinding a second, you just presented me, me an all-in scenario. <clears throat> um, you presented that basically expecting me to say, don't go all in. What you need to do is build a habit and lifestyle, and that's all true. But sometimes I have a client and his circumstance and where he's at, I tell him I want you to go all in. Sometimes there is that circumstance. <laughs> you were good at that. When you went all in, we had these stints, right? And you'd move the dial and that would get you motivated. And sometimes you have to do it in stints like that because you can't be running at, you know, full throttle 24-7, you know, 365 days a year. You can't do that. No. So there is some strategy to it. it. The question is, how do we know when? How do we know when to manipulate your carbs versus calories? How do we know when to time gate meals or to spread meals out or to add extra meals? How do we know when the best time to do a, hey, next five days, we're going to hit the weights hard or we're going to back off on the weight training and hit more cardio. So the big picture levers. So when I get, I'll get an athlete calling me and this is where kind of going back to that intention and we want to be able to accomplish what we're setting out. Um, I'll have an athlete call me and he'll tell me, here's what I'm trying to accomplish. 
and I'll say, let me look at your program. And I'll look at his program. It's filled with great stuff. Maybe this athlete's training 12, 14 hours a week. I mean, this could be a pro athlete even. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not looking at, you know, the program that some, some of his, you know, team trainers are doing. I'm like scratching my head going, what are these guys thinking? This is all wrong. No, they're all great. But I take my red pen out and I go, here's what we're not doing. Here's what we're not doing. And here's what we're doing more of why. Because I'm going to evaluate things with the end goal in mind. Here's the goal you've told me you have. Now, when I go through your routine out of the week, of those 14 hours of awesome training you're doing, three hours are directly correlative to that goal. The rest are all awesome. They're helping you, but they're accessory. They're auxiliary to it. And most people, when they hit a plateau, hit a plateau because there isn't enough specificity in their nutrition and training to push beyond it. They'll usually see some results until their body gets used to a good general routine. And when it comes time to now have to specialize, that's where most people, even fitness enthusiasts, <clears throat> will start scratching their head and what they have to do next. Because the answer is not go all in on this one thing for the rest of your life. But the answer may be go all in on one or two things for a time until we pass this threshold and then circle back to it. So that's where the specificity. And if I, if, if I were to pull back the curtains and say, okay, at MetPro, here's what our experts will do. It's not a, well, here's the meal plan. Here's the exercise routine. There's a million and one programs out there like that. That's not what we do. We start with an evaluation of the person. And the first thing we do mm -hmm. is we ask about goals, but not for the reason most people think. A goal setting session with me looks very different than probably what you'd expect. A goal setting session with me that really satisfies me is about figuring out what you're doing now that we're cutting out. It's about slashing things. It's about here's all the things we're not gonna do because we need to get hyper-focused on the elements that are gonna be most relevant, which by the way, well, you know, spoiler alert, that's gonna put nutrition squarely at the top of your list, mm -hmm. but the items that are gonna be the most relevant to move the dial in the direction that you want. So it's not a matter of we ignore things. It's a matter of check one thing off the list. Once we accomplish that, then we can move on to the next, the next, the next. I mean, super, super common conversation. I'll talk with a type A personality executive who just he's a driver or she's a driver, just goes, goes, goes. And um, he'll say to me, Angela, I want to, you know, I want to bench my body weight. I want to run a sub six minute mile and I want to lose 40 pounds. Can you help me do that? Sure. Which one do you want to do first? Yeah. You go down to the quarter gym and you tell Bob, Bob, the trainer is going to help you do all of them at the same time. Probably you're not going to achieve any of them. Yeah. You got real good odds. If we make a priority list, Let's spe get specific enough to check that box. And then we do the next one, the next one, the next one. And now boiling it down to weight loss. And I pick weight loss, not by my thought. I, I'm a sports nutrition. I got into this because I love performance, physique transformations, the ability for a human to manipulate their body aesthetically and performance. But guess what 85% of people call me or asking for? Weight loss. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not that the nutrition is more important than the exercise. It's not that the uh, macronutrients are more relevant than your sleep cycles. It's not, it's not any of these hierarchies of health and priority. It really can be summed up by encapsulating it this way. Your metabolism is the most mysterious element of the process of transforming because we are human beings used to some level of parity. You know, I'm a human, you're a human, you know, I have two hands, you have two hands, I have two feet, you have two feet, you know, basically there's some level of parity. But when it comes to metabolism, I'm here to tell you, mm -mm. 
It is not fair. Spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> hey, folks, Darius Mashazde here from The Greatness Machine, your go-to podcast for unlocking your full potential. Now, you've heard me talk about the power of effective communication, right? It's the key to amplifying your influence, engaging others, and really making your mark in the world well. Well, hold on to your hats because I have something special for you today. Economist Education has rolled out a game-changing course on business writing and storytelling that's going to take your communication skills to the next level. Picture this. Economist Education provides online executive education courses built on the expertise and analytical rigor of the economist itself. These aren't your run-of-the-mill classes, folks. We're talking about two to six weeks online programs designed to empower business professionals like you to thrive in a changing world and workplace. These courses feature senior editors from The Economist and invited experts who dish out the insights on the latest developments in the business world. It's like having a VIP pass to the forefront of knowledge. When you sign up, you get a three-month digital subscription to The Economist to support your learning journey. But here's the kicker, my friends. Get 15% off any course from The Economist Education exclusively available through my URL, education.economist.com forward slash greatness. And don't forget to enter the promo code greatness at registration to unlock your discount. This offer ends on March 31st. So you better hustle if you want to seize this opportunity now. Don't wait until it's too late. So for 15% off any course from the Economist Education, head over to education.economist.com forward slash greatness right now and use the promo code greatness at registration. Your future self will thank you for it now. When you're hiring for small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When I needed to expand my team, I wanted more than just resumes. I wanted quality professionals who were the perfect fit for our culture and goals. And LinkedIn Jobs delivered just that. LinkedIn Jobs isn't just another job board. LinkedIn Jobs has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get qualified candidate within 24 hours. They understand the challenges small businesses face, which is why they're constantly innovating to make the hiring process easier. And just recently, LinkedIn launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions in a snap. Trust me, I've used it. It's like having a personal assistant to guide you through the process, making it quicker and more efficient than ever before. And let me tell you, it made all the difference. With LinkedIn's help, I've been able to attract top talent and build a team that's truly exceptional. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash greatness. That's linkedin.com forward slash greatness to post your job for free terms and conditions apply i was watching this thing um it was um i can't remember it was like on it was on hbo that, what, back when um oh, the floyd floyd, floyd mayweather right? yeah. he was training for a fight and then and he and you know he's a care he's a pretty big character and they're showing his training camp and, and and his dad who was like i think he was a champ at one point floyd mayweather senior was talking about what he does for diet. Do you know? Are you, is, have you heard of this before? No, I haven't heard of this one. I'm ex- edge of my seat. What is? Oh he- man! So Floyd Mayweather Senior is like who? Who? Dude, the guy is freaking like probably he was like in his fifties at this point, or, or maybe even early sixties. But I think he was in his fifties. Was just shredded, like he's like eight pack, right? Right. Just, right. Like the guy is like just a specimen, right? <laughs> dude, dude, his diet consisted of like. Taco Bell, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Popeyes uh, chicken, yeah. dude. It was like one fast food donuts, ho hos, ding dong. It was like literally the laundry list of the worst fucking food you could possibly eat in your whole life. If you were to go to a nutritionist and say, "I want, I want to eat, I want to be, I want to look the way he looks," and I remember I was watching this because I'm a, a glutton for punishment, I guess, and I was like, "Fuck that guy." <laughs> So I, it, it's aggravating. I get it. I was like ago. sitting here. I was sitting here, like working with Angelo, twenty, like doing everything you could possibly do yeah. to like be healthy. Not, I, I was just trying to not gain weight at a certain point, right? right. And right. like, and, and and here's a guy who's just like literally going down the. It was just a. It was to your point. Life's not fair, right? And and I I want to say one other thing. Yeah. When we first started working together, one of the things I um, that was interesting, I it was one of the first things you did that goes back to what you just said before. That the first thing I do is I get my red pen out and I eliminate. And you said something to me that I, there's two things you said to me that were like 
just burned in my brain is you said, I'd rather you spend 30 minutes meal prepping than working out. Right. And it was like, and it was, it was funny because I got permission at that moment to be like, oh, I'm just not going to work out today. I'm going to go focus on nutrition. And it was like at nighttime, I'd be tired. And I'd be like, if I go to the gym right now, I'm like, oh, I got to go meal prep. And I would just go meal prep. And that became a priority for me above all else was making my lunch for the next day and my snacks so that I was eating out of this Tupperware, like, like lean meat and broccoli, you know? Um, and, and even like the, again, the reason I ended up getting surgery was that I was still doing that. And then I, and then slightly tweaked my diet. Like I, I was, I was eating like one ounce of sugar. It was something little, right. And it, my body just, you know, attacked me. But anyway, that was really interesting. The other thing that, um, was I think that I think is one of the tenets of MetPro to your point is around specificity based off of the personal needs of the individual, right? Specific to their needs. What, but this idea of contrast that, that especially for, for, I think it's, and, and for people where they gain muscle, they, they, people, especially like that really get into working out and putting on mass is around changing up your workouts right, to create contrast, right? Trick your body. Your body's like, hey, whoa, he didn't do squats that way before. And I got to balance him differently now. And, I, you know, I'm going to do micro tears and build some muscles up where I didn't have them before to, to fix them. But which I, I think people get that from like a like that's not a hard concept to get. I think people have a harder time getting that from a diet standpoint. Because your point, it's a total black box, right? It's like, what do you mean create contrast? How do you create contrast? Yeah, because there's a million and one experts giving you a million and one different ways of doing it, and how do you line it up? So how do you how do you think of these things I just said? So that that so you hit the the nail on the head. That that is the key. And so how do you do that? And the answer is the baseline test. So um, we stop guessing. So I, I tell every one of my clients. I mentioned this before. There's no you. You can't control, I can't control how your body responds any more than either of us can control the color of your eyes. What we can do is we can get the color right. We can say you have brown eyes and we can be right. I don't want to guess. So over the years, you know, the process, and, I, and I'm simplifying a bit. There's obviously a little more to it this than this. But over the years, we've boiled it down to a process that we call baseline testing at NetPro. And so what I'm going to do, is I'm going to put you on a meal plan. You're female, 45 years old, you're healthier fit, you want to, you know, build a little more muscle or you want to lose 10 pounds of fat or you want whatever your goal is. Uh, I'm going to look at your general demographics, height, weight, body type, history, etc, cetera, etc cetera, and put you on a baseline meal plan that is not special. <laughs> that is not unique, that is just straight down the middle, really solid that I can use to test your body. And this is again, a little bit of an oversimplification, but really the major tenets of it are this. There's only three possible outcomes. You're gonna gain weight, you're gonna lose weight, you're gonna stay the same weight, that's it, right? Mm -hmm. So I mean, that's part's not rocket science. The key is we have to have a baseline to anchor, to determine. So people all the time say to me, I have a fast metabolism. And then I say to them, no, you don't. I was like, is that your opinion? I said, no. It's that I can take my database because we aggregate declassified data. So it's known as personal data. We aggregate declassified. And I can tell you now, based on body types, based on goals, based on age groups, what averages and what the average person can expect. And by the way, the average swings. It's such a range. But if you have to boil it down, math is math and there's a center and I can look at someone and I can say, here's what you're eating. You're eating this many grams of carbs, this many grams of fat, this many grams of protein. I know the glycemic load of your, the foods you're eating. I know the calorie intake and I know how frequently and with the meal timing up. Here is exactly how your body's responded. You have lost 0.0052% of your body weight in seven days. Here is how the last... 15,000 people of your general demographic, male, 32, whatever, your demographic has responded on the exact same meal plan. Based on that, on average, you have a slower metabolism 
Or I get this even more often. My metabolism is really slow. No, it's not. <laughs> At least not today. So here's the data. Here's how we know that. What I'm looking for is how your body is responding. So that way we're not guessing. We're not wasting time. Because somebody will say this macronutrient ratio or this strategy of nutrition is best. They're not wrong. The question is best for who? Not you, because I just tested you in and on that intake, you gained two pounds in a week. <laughs> so what we have to do is we have to figure out where we need to be. Then a more in-depth concept is that concept of contrast. The principle is your metabolism is a moving target, which is why it's so confusing, because it's not staying still. Proof of that is anyone who's done a diet before and then gone back and tried the same diet again yeah. in the future. And your body's like, fuck you. <laughs> your body does not respond the same, let alone respond the same as your neighbor. Right. It, your body doesn't even respond the same to the same diet you did two years ago. Isn't that crazy? Your metabolism is always adapting, but there's light at the end of the tunnel because there's some principles we're designed to stay alive. So your metabolism is like a carburetor. It's going to tune up or tune down. If you eat less fuel, it's going to slow down to compensate. If you eat more fuel, it's going to increase to rev up. Otherwise, you die. If it can't mat match a lower intake, if it can't slow down, you'd literally starve to death, even on a minor restrictive diet. If it can't speed up, you would literally gain weight indefinitely if it couldn't acclimate. And so what that does is it creates all these myths, all these misconceptions. And they're well-intentioned. I mean, you see the cover of the, the you know, the runner's magazine or the, the couple jogging through the park and they, they're, you know, healthy and fit. And they say, you know, eat broccoli, speed your metabolism. I love it. That's great. Big fan of broccoli. You want to know who actually have the fastest metabolism on the planet? You ever seen those Discovery yeah. Health shows? You've heard me say this before. Yeah, yeah, but I'm pretending I don't know. No, who, Angelo? No, who? You know, where they're they're taking the you know 900 pound man out of his house in a crane. He can't even stand on his own. You know, and then it shows. You know, I mean that Hollywood's going to have their their piece with it. You know, so it shows the fried chicken and the pizza and the this and that that he's consuming in one day. But if you want to talk about measuring metabolism. You know, these guys go down to eating 5,000 calories a day, and it's not uncommon for them to lose 10 pounds a day for multiple days in a row. I mean, for our listeners, how many, how many pounds a day would you lose eating 5,000 calories a day? You see, so the, the point being is our perception of what constitutes a fast or slow metabolism is get well-meaning is getting confused with how we define a nutritious or unhealthy diet. Those are both important topics and there is some crossover, but they really are two separate topics that have to be addressed individually. So <clears throat> the reason that every year when, when and this is going back when I was coaching uh, physique clients, bodybuilders, physique, you know, the whole nine yards, Every year, people would approach me at one of the, the shows and they would say, wow, Mr. Poli, you're an athlete on stage. You know, they're 3% body. They look amazing. You know, and, and they'd ask, what do you have the meeting? You know, and I'd give the tongue in cheek answer, the same standard, you know, boiled chicken, brown rice, broccoli, you know, typical bodybuilder answer. And then I'd wait for it. If I ate like that, would I look like them? <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> so here's why. Because there's nothing magical about the boiled chicken, the brown rice, or the broccoli. That's not it. It's the contrast. It's the fact that they spent months and months towing their metabolic rate up, training, eating a little bit more calories, a little more carbohydrates, a little more intake, getting their body used to more and more and more calories. So now when they contest prep, and they slash their calories and we readjust their carbs and we drop it down to 1900 calories of boiled chicken and broccoli. Yeah, the fat incinerates off of them because 
and this is this part's important. Weight loss is not about whether you're eating X, Y, Z calories or whether you're eating any special foods. Weight loss is about whether or not your body is in a state where it perceives contrast. Weight loss is simply, or weight gain, is simply what happens in the duration of time it takes your metabolism to reacclimate to your new intake. I'm going to repeat that one more time. Weight loss or weight gain is not a function of what you eat per se, but rather a function of the weight you gain or lose and the time it takes your body, your metabolism to adjust to the new environment. So this is a, you know, the, the coffee table trick. Three women, they all go on the same diet. One gain, it's 1500 calories a day, just making stuff up. 1500 calories a day, they all go on the same diet. They're friends. One gains weight, one loses weight, and one stays the same weight. Now, now for the magic trick. <laughs> Poof, we can tell you. The one who gained weight was used to eating less than 1,500 calories before she started. The one who lost weight was used to eating more than 1,500 calories before she started. And the one who stayed the same weight was used to about 1,500 calories. Wow. Now, I, I don't want to get too technical here. We, you can substitute calories with any, you know, you can manipulate carbs, timing, glycemic load. But the principle is that your body's going to respond not based on 1,500 calories. It's going to respond based on what it was previously used to. So that comes full circle to this concept of contrast and how we would diet people. Mm -hmm. So, Johnny, I want you to eat an apple and, you know, 20 almonds at 2.30 every day. Well, why? What is it about the nutrients in the apple? What is it about the almonds? Why is it I'm eating this special food? People want to know these things. You know, there's certain properties in this food. No, it's nothing special. It's there so that way when I take it out five weeks from now, I'm going to get a calculable response because your body was used to it being there. There's not, not some magic formula that's getting your body used to something so we're in control versus just willy-nilly based on what your metabolism is doing. Do you think that people choose those more like really bland foods? I'm picking bland and like simplistic because it's way more easy to measure. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. So I can tell you why I choose certain foods over others. And it's, again, not the answer, you, you know, most people would expect. Most people say, Mr. Poli, I know who you work with. I need this, this nutritionist and trainer that's, you know, all these technical programs. And then when they find out my rationale behind why, you know what I'm interested in? Portability and perishability. That's what I'm interested in. Portability and perishability. Because those two things are going to actually translate into in real world what you're going to actually do and not do and what you can be consistent with interesting people ask me this all the time they say well what are your thoughts on you know snacks frequently throughout the day because there's a, some professionals that say no you only eat three meals a day don't eat when you're uh, not hungry don't snack and then there's other like a lot of the fitness gurus who say no you got to eat every two and a half hours if you work with me you're going to eat snacks for none of the reasons you think, none of those reasons. You know why I don't. Uh, you know why I have every one of my clients eat an afternoon snack. Why? Because we don't take snacks socially. Say that again. We don't eat snacks socially. You don't call up your workmate. Hey Johnny, down in the department at the end, down in your, the tech department. Hey Johnny, let let's go grab a bite to eat for lunch. Let's meet at our favorite place around the corner. You don't say, hey, family, we're going to have this for dinner. We're going to get together as a family. Grandma's coming over. We're going to have dinner together. You don't call up people and say, hey, Bob, water cooler. I got half an apple and 12 almonds. What do you say? We don't do that. It's ridiculous. We eat our snacks personally, not socially, which means people will eat what I ask them to. They'll actually do it. Oh. I have them have snacks. So when they went, when I put a snack there, I know I can anchor to that because it's easy and it doesn't need to be apple. Now you can be whatever you want. Okay. So we come up with something real simple, but I know I can guarantee that you'll have it because there's not going to be a social issue that's going to get in the way. Whereas, you know, what might happen at dinner, 
you might be having dinner at friend's house and you can apply principles, but you can't measure out and be exact and this, that, and the other. Whereas I can be exact with your snacks. All the other reasons, metabolic benefit, this, that, and the other, there's relevancy and truth to all of those, but they're dwarfed by the real world simple application of the result I can get. It's what a man can do and what a man can't do. What I can do, what I can't do. What a person can and will do, what a person won't do. I have, you know, one of my favorite clients, a gal, she says to me, I'll do anything you tell me, Angelo, if I'll see results, except this. Can I get results around that? Well, the answer is yes, because your body is still used to a certain routine. So if one variable won't change, we might have to get more aggressive leaning into the other dials. But the more variables that we can be consistent with, the more dials we have, the more control we have. So the more, the bigger that list of things you won't compromise on, yeah, the harder it gets. But it doesn't mean that if you have a few non-starters, well, well, forget it. I can't make progress because it's just not true. You can't. What was the one thing that she wouldn't do? <laughs> In this case, it was actually the uh, creamer with her coffee. So not a big deal. <laughs> oh, that's that's easy peasy. That's easy peasy. Oh, man. But dude, you're just dropping knowledge. Um, we're just rounding the end of the show here. We're, we're, so look, I mean, obviously, you know, you guys have helped what 20,000 plus athletes and, and executives and people and just average people too, just to g gain amazing results. I, I always point people in your guys' direction as because I, I was one of those guys that spent 11 plus years on a diet, um, ended up doing medical inter intervention to, to really get the, the bigger results. And then, but, but still I'm a huge fan of your guys' work. Where can people find you guys and, and what's the best way for people to connect with you? Just go to metpro.co. It's metpro.co. And uh, you, you read all about what we do. We have, you know, our, our main focus is on the high level, high touch consulting. So we work very much hands on. Um, we actually do a concierge program. Now we have stuff for more of the uh, people who are the, the DIYers, giving them tools and things like that. We have that. But our actual concierge coaching program, it is truly that because there's a million and one programs out there that are good programs, but they're not trying to be concierge. So when we work with somebody, I, I tell people this, we're going to get to know you. That's, I mean, that's what it really boils down to. We're going to get to know you. We're going to work day in and day out to figure out what works for you when we need to adjust the nutrition, when we need to adjust the training. Um, and we actually are passionate about what we do. We love working with people. So um, if you go to the website and it's, and it's interesting, uh, schedule yourself for a consultation with one of our specialists. You're not going to talk to someone who's just uh, behind the desk answering the phones, putting you on hold or pre-recording. You'll actually talk to someone who's gone through the process, who's an expert in what they do, and just tell them about yourself. And he'll share with you, here's others that have been in a similar circumstance. Here's what they found effective. Here's what a, options would look like for you, a program might look like for you. Is this right for your lifestyle right now? So anyhow, yeah, uh, if you're at all interested in even just learning by reading some articles, go to metpro.co. We would love to have you. Ever walked into a place and instantly felt drawn in by the scent? Let me share a recent shopping experience. It was a crisp morning and I decided to browse through a new store that had just opened in the neighborhood. As I stepped inside, a refreshing scent of citrus and pine greeted me, instantly lifting my mood and making me feel welcome. As I explored the aisles, the pleasant aroma lingered, enhancing my shopping experience and making it more enjoyable. It made me realize how much scent can influence our perception of a store and how it can make a difference in our overall experience. For stores using scent strategically, that can help them stand out from the competition and create a welcoming environment that keeps customers coming back. If you've ever been in a Banana Republic, Abercrombie, Marriott, or Weston, you know how fragrance can take your experience from good to incredible. Scent Air guided stores, hotels, event spaces, and other businesses in creating fragrance experiences that encourage customers to spend more, stay longer, and leave them happier. Ultimately, enabling businesses to stand out among their competitors. The secret behind scent marketing is that it's more than just filling your space with a nice scent. Scent Air is proven 
to increased earned revenue up to 9%, keep customers in your business up to 18% longer, and boost customer satisfaction up to 20% more. Give customers an experience they won't forget with Scent Air's professional quality fragrances designed for businesses just like yours. Go to scentair.com forward slash greatness to learn how you can save 25% off your first Whisper Max diffuser and explore other great deals today. Guys, you heard it from the man. Um, Angela, I appreciate you so much, man. Seriously. <laughs> I love talking, buddy. This is great. Yeah, no, guys, uh, honestly, um, Angelo and his team really know what the hell they're doing. And it's a great, great uh, opportunity to really take a scientific approach. But there's an art and science in this. And I, I think what you guys do a really great job of is respecting that there is, you know, there is kind of that attention to the detail from what's right for the person. That's the art of it is, Hey, everyone's different and there's some intuition involved. And obviously there's a process baked around that, that you guys have perfected and do amazing work with. So guys check out Angelo and the Met pro Met pro team at metpro.co. Um, yeah, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time here today. Always a pleasure, Darius. Talk to you soon, my friend. Yeah, Guys, thank you so much. Had a great week. Um, we got some more people coming on next week. So follow us. You can subscribe to the show on YouTube or you could go to my website and just sign up on there at therealdarius.com. That's uh, www.therealdarius.com. Um, with that said, everyone, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace out. We love you. Ouch. You are listening to The Greatness Machine, and that's a wrap for today. Listen. If you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform that you're tuning in on so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. We have tons of great people coming on and we're, we're stoked to have you here to enjoy it with us. Leave us a review. Tell us what you love most about this particular episode. We love getting the reviews. We love to see what you guys love most. And if this particular episode you know, made you think of someone who's leveling up in their business and in their life, print screen, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we're all here to support and grow with each other. And in case you want to see some of the fun behind the scenes shots or some of the things that we're doing, I'm actually writing about this in my weekly newsletter. Go to www.therealdarius.com and subscribe to my newsletter. We're talking about fun things like business and life and mindfulness and cryptocurrencies and gosh, I don't even know everything and anything, but it's tons of fun stuff I write about. I try to get it out on a weekly basis. You can subscribe at www.therealdarius.com. And with that said, look, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We're out of here. See you guys on the next one. Whether your resolution is to save money, eat better, or stress less, HelloFresh is here to help you do all three. Say hello to your most delicious year yet. With fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at the price you'll like, delivered right to your door. Don't let recipe boredom strike because HelloFresh has more options than ever before. Dig into your biggest menu yet with over 45 dinner options to choose from weekly and even more market add-on items that suit any lifestyle. Someone who's always on the go, the convenience of having delicious and nutritious meals delivered right to my doorstep has been a game changer. I'll never forget the first time I tried HelloFresh, the excitement of unboxing fresh ingredients and the joy of cooking up a restaurant-quality meal in my own kitchen. I felt like I had my own personal chef minus the hefty price tag. What really hooked me was the variety of recipes they offer. From exotic cuisines to classic comfort food, HelloFresh keeps my taste buds dancing. And the best part, no more last-minute grocery runs or wasted ingredients. Everything I need is right in the box. Ready to join America's number one meal kit family? Dive into a world of flavor with HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash great free and use the code GREATFREE, that's G-R-E-A-T-F-R-E-E, for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash GREATFREE with code GREATFREE. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. 
Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam, on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.